What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, podcast audience. I love my mom and also Jesus and the church. Welcome to The Crunch. It is your boy, Ethan. And what I'm, did you have I'm in- Patrick. I'm sorry I was taking a swig from my gallon jug of water because I'm an athlete now. <laughs> Are you a jug boy now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's the most efficient way to get water from the water fountain and bring it down to my room. Do you also wear like sleeveless shirts and you always have Beats headphones on as you walk around campus? Wireless Beats headphones. Wireless Beats headphones and you've got your your jug with you at all times. You're always jugging. I'm always jugging. That's what I look like. Look, Mm -hmm. look, look. When when you when when you dress the part, you don't dress for the job you have. You dress for the job you want. And right now, I want to be a big jug boy. That's who I want to be. Attention, world. I'm I'm shooting a text to my friend, gotcha. um, Elizabeth Nash. She just texted me right as we began the episode. She said, do a crunch episode about Shriek. Shrek, not Shriek. Shriek, Shrek. Shrek. So uh, let's throw out everything we were going to do and talk about Shrek. <laughs> okay, so what I found out yesterday was that Shrek is actually a quixotic epic. Do you know what that means? Yeah, it's based on Don Quick. Qu- Quixote. 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 I always pronounce it in my head as Quixote. Quixote. Which is is just like coyote, but spelled with a Q and an X. Apparently in in the original Spanish, it's supposed to evoke the sound of cheese, like queso. It's supposed to sound like queso a little bit. Or like the thing that Mm. you wear around your your thigh, the knights would wear on their thighs, so underpants. So it's supposed to sound like cheesy underpants in Spanish. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It's supposed uh, to be like this really normy sounding name, like uh-huh. that he thinks is this beautiful, like like mm-hmm. valiant name. So anyway, Shrek. And he ends up naming himself Captain Cheese Boy. Captain Cheese like, Boy, yeah. You guys all remember that famous literary novel, Captain Cheese Boy. I picked up a Captain Underpants book the other day in the Barnes and Noble. Really? In, and, the, in uh, the Barnes and Noble. And it's not as good as I remembered, <laughs> unfortunately. There's a lot more pictures and a lot fewer words than I thought. I thought I, I thought when I was reading Captain Underpants, 
Um, <laughs> You're like, I'm, 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 I'm a genius. I'm I was, I thought, man, I'm so smart. I can flip these pages back and forth so fast. It looks like an animated picture, but in reality, <laughs> I, they are not good literature. They're it's, not good I, literature. They're not good literature, and I just think that's bad. So what I think we need to do is I think we need to have a Captain Underpants, Don Quick, ca- uh, Captain Cheese Cheese Boy, Captain Cheese crossover Pants. crossover episode, um, where you snap and somebody goes on a whimsical adventure, <laughs> a la Shrek. So let's bring it back to Shrek. I don't, I don't know what else to say. Are we just gonna keep going? Are we just gonna? Yeah, we're just gonna keep going. Like that part is okay. gonna be in it, and everything. Like, oh. That's gonna be. That's gonna be like all the- of that stuff that just happened is gonna be in. Not it. everything. Not the part where I talked about like my deep interpersonal life. No, no, no. That part's uh-huh. gone. That part wasn't recorded. No, okay. no, no. The part, the part before, right before where we talked about um, leaving the podcast and stuff. The people are listening to this. What I'm saying right now. The okay. people are listening to it. The people know. I could say right now to the people, raise your left hand, and they and will do it, and they will do it. Did you feel that? When you did say you jump, the people will Did you just feel Earth's gravity shift? That's because <laughs> millions of people just raised their left hand. When you say jump, the people will say, on who? <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known that Ethan Stevie uh, just laughed at an office reference. Oh, was it an office that reference? That was an office oh, reference. Take it back. I thought you came up with that. Nope, you can't take it back. You laughed already. Dang it. <laughs> Got him. I hate this podcast and also <laughs> sick. I want to stop this podcast. All right. <clears throat> it's the monthly mailbag. Welcome. You know the monthly mailbag that we've been doing every month since we started this podcast? Every, every single month. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it's every been... Every single month without fail. Sometimes twice a month. That's how monthly I can't believe it's are. been 24 months of the I monthly mailbag. Believe... That's true. This is really our two-year episode, isn't it? Well, yeah, this one's our two... Oh, wow. This is our two... This is our two-year episode. Hey. Yeah, episode. Hey. Two-year episode. Two-year episode. Oh my gosh. Two years. I texted, I, texted, uh, I texted Ethan on our two-year anniversary. I said, hey, happy, uh, happy two years. And he was like... Thanks. And it was a really, it was a really tender moment between us. It was really sweet. You know, it's funny. My dad, shout out, my dad actually remembered the anniversary of the crunch, and he texted me, "Happy anniversary of the crunch." And I was like, "He remembered? That's awesome!" And then the next day, I remembered it was his birthday, and I was like, "Hey, that's how he remembered because his birthday's the day after." I always remember it because it's on nine eleven. <laughs> oh, we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I know it's like it's a hard, sad thing, but it's a really easy way to remember. It's a really easy way to remember that we started the crunch on September eleventh. Oh gosh, that was so we dumb. We didn't know. Well, it's not like that. we. You got to cut all that out. No, we got to. We got to mention it. It's just a. It's just like the. Uh, l- listen, folks. All right, people. It's just unfortunate. Like people, it wasn't on purpose. People come up to us and they say, "Patrick and or Ethan, whoever's right in front of me." I've always wanted to start a podcast. How do I do it? And the answer is this. Always don't think, start don't start it on, don't do that. It's all, it's a bad idea. Yeah. It just makes you feel weird later. And so we, that's how that we made, we made our, our anniversary, September 12th. That's what we did. Um, yep. But that's actually why I always forget my dad's birthday because his birthday is the day after 9-11. And I'm so like oh. focused on that day of the year that I'm, right. I'm like, oh, it's the 12th. Oh, hey, it's dad's birthday. And then I text him. Nice. Nice. And I remember his birthday because I'm a good son. You're great so yeah, son. happy happy two year anniversary. Happy two year anniversary. Man, what 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 a what a two years it has been. We've we've been through so much. We already did this. We already did. Oh this wait, with yeah, the yeah, that's episode. right, that's right. We're, we we're just gonna we're again. gonna cut this out. No more reminiscing. I, I started hearing the flashback music playing. So now that we've gotten through that train wreck of an introduction, um, welcome to the monthly mailbag, everybody's <laughs> favorite weekly segment where every month we come here and we talk about. Um, questions that have been sent in to us via the the Google voicemail platform. 
um, the number is 75251 I know we haven't really been plugging it a whole lot recently, but that does not mean that we do not have questions coming in deep. Uh, it kind of means we don't have questions. We really it don't. Means, we we don't. had to wait an hour until we had enough content. <laughs> we did not have enough questions. But um, we do now, and we're going to do it. And we're ready. So we're Raven. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. I'm not so Raven. Um, let us <laughs> begin with the first question. It comes at us from Bill. Hello. Shout out, Bill. Hello, The Crunch. My name's Bill, and I recently graduated from college and moved to a new city. Um, the Paris Summit has good events, but I don't think these events are very inviting or welcoming to new people, and I don't think that they're truly leading people closer to Jesus. Um, after realizing this, I felt um, God was calling me to kind of start a small group Bible study at this parish, um, which I'm currently working on trying to start with a bunch of other recent graduate guys. Um, my question is, though, is that at this parish, there's already events going on on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday nights, that if I would be to start a Bible study with a lot of young other men, um, it would take away from those events. And I was recently thinking about this with um, the Knights of Columbus. They have events on Thursdays, the same night I was thinking about having my Bible study, and they're really trying to campaign for more young men. And so, like, what do I do? Do I continue going forth with this and try to pull young guys away from these events that I think are less good than a Bible study could be? Um, so, yeah, an answer would be pretty cool. Also, you guys are better than catching boxes. So that's pretty cool. Thank you for acknowledging that, Bill. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we would never say it, but we didn't have to. It's it's, it's right there in in in, in print and on paper. That's not true. Um, so Bill, this is a this is a great question. This is a great I'm question, really and I want to let you know that this question is a is a lot more intelligible than when it was read to me by Ethan on the transcript version of. <laughs> Yeah, There's, Google Google tries to translate it, and so it like puts it in text, and it's just so funny. So congratulations, not, Bill, on English. being able to talk like a normal person, whereas before I thought you could not do that. So hey, Bill, gold star for talking today. Good job. So this is a good question, and I would like Ethan to recap the question because I don't fully understand what the what like the situation is. I understand the is, question, but not the situation. The situation is he, he moved to a new parish. Gotcha. Yeah, check. He thinks that the events at the parish suck. <laughs> That's tr- probably and so, true. And so he wants to start a small group Bible study, which he think will, for whatever reason, not suck. Um, I'm kidding. That was a joke, Bill. I'm sure you're going to lead a great Bible study. I think it's going to be a great uh, Bible study. I want to go to a great Bible game. study. Uh, you can check out some materials on uh, focusoncampus.com. <sighs> slash Bible. I'm sorry. It's just it's there. I got a promo. It is. Um, I use focus Bible studies all the time. Endorsement. Ding. Endorsement. Ding. Uh, we don't get paid. I focus directly. You you pay focus directly. It's my job. <laughs> you um, pay focus directly through your fundraising. Anyway, so and so he he's asking the question. He's I don't want to. He doesn't want to detract from the Knights of Columbus, but he does want to have good events. And so he does. He's at he's at a he's in a dilemma. He's in a pickle. Mm, okay. So all right. 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 Oh, so he, he wants... I have some thoughts. What do you think? You go first because I'm gonna I'm all gonna right, bounce cool. off of you, uh, Bill. I hate I hate to break this to you, but uh, you cannot worry about what else is going on at the parish. Um, I know that it's important to support the parish and to support the things that currently exist. Um, but if the things that currently exist are not serving your demographic or the demographic that you want to serve, then you have to create those things and do those things um, instead of trying to fit into something that's not serving the needs that you have. So this is something that the priest at K state would always say is 
I want to have so many things going on that I can't keep track of all of them, right? Um, this might not be the attitude of every pastor, but I think it's a it's an admirable idea, right? We want it's it's a Christian community, right? In a in a real community, in like a town, or even a family, uh, it's hard to keep track of what everybody's doing all the time, right? So just because there's events going on the same night doesn't mean you can't have a Bible study. Just because the Knights of Columbus meet that night doesn't mean you can't have a Bible study. Yeah, um, my this is this is the exact same situation because of the similarity between the two situations. That was such yeah. a stupid sentence. Great, um, very good, great, good. No, hey, Patrick, Patrick, Silver Star for you. <laughs> Dang it. Um, so I had a Bible study when I was in youth group on Monday nights and the Boy Scouts met on Monday nights. I'm saying this is similar because Knights of Columbus are basically... Knights of Columbus is, yeah, just Boy Scouts, but grown up. It's Man Scouts. So the... <laughs> Man Scouts with a lot more, uh, a lot fish. more feathers. You know what I'm saying? More feathers, more fish, um, more, never mind. Carry on. <laughs> more life insurance. Fewer swords. Fewer... Um, <laughs> surprisingly enough fewer swords oh my gosh we used to go on this trip uh my boy scout troop and i used to go on this trip to saint augustine and mm-hmm. there's this like sword shop in on saint george's street or whatever it is the big the famous historical street in saint augustine there's this mm-hmm. sword shop that everyone would always talk about and they'd bring literally hundreds of dollars to buy swords. replica swords okay. and i'm like even as a, even as a 14 year old i'm like guys this is a Not bit much. much like this is a lot of money and you know, I've I've never smithed anything. It's true, but I have seen the episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender where a meteor comes down and Sokka makes his own sword, and <laughs> I do think that I could do it. And I think that the sh- the smelting materials cost way less than buying an actual sword. Is that true? No, I feel like it's not true. I feel like uh, that's very not true. But I feel like the the experience would be worth it. Oh, definitely. Like, I would love to be able to schmelt something myself, you know? Yeah, we should start a schmelting podcast. <laughs> welcome to the schmeltcast. Oh, we can't keep doing that joke where we say welcome uh, to the blank cast. I know, but I think it's funny. Ah, it's really funny. Oh, we're um, great. We, never, we should never change anything we do ever. Um, so, Bill, so our like advice saying, <laughs> is to schmelt your own sword, take it to the Knights of Columbus Infiltrate the Knights meeting. of Columbus. What I want you to do is I want you to challenge the biggest, strongest member there to the a Grandmaster Knight. The, yes, whoever wins gets to have an event on Thursdays. <laughs> you need to go in and you need to just like throw the sword on the wall, like taking off one of their hats, right? Like Zorro style, right? Yeah, you, yeah. Like, you, you come out of nowhere and like the, the sword does that little twangy thing in the wall, you know, playing. And it kind of like wiggles back and forth. And it wiggles back and forth, and everyone's like, <gasps> and Whoa. then like yeah. they they all the camera kind of pans over to where you're standing in, <laughs> in the doorway, you know, and they they hear like the. noise from noise from like the old west you know and like then then you hear like a whip in the background and then like (laughs) (laughs) and you're like my name is billy the kid and i got (laughs) i'm having a bible study and it looks like you brought a sword to a sword fight good job (laughs) that's what you're supposed to do i'm glad you got my email before i came Okay. Oh um, my gosh. And they'll that... need some real advice, Patrick. And we're... <laughs> oh, crap. Okay. We're sorry, Bill. Doing... We're, we're just idiot. trying to fill time. So we, um, <laughs> I think, I think that Ethan is right. I think that you shouldn't really worry about what other events are going on. Like if Thursday nights yeah. are legitimately the only time you can do a Bible study and you're trying to do then a Bible do study, Bible then study just now. do the freaking Bible study on Thursdays. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if they're, if the nights have the, the mm-hmm. St. Mark, St. Luke room, 
when you and it's, oh oh here's a here's a good connection are you ready for this yeah i'm so ready it's you won't be it's not um it's not a zero sum game right so if you have an event on thursday it doesn't mean that the knights of columbus just gets worse yeah um and your event gets better it's both things are building up the body of christ mm. so you can't lose as yeah, long exactly. as as long as you're praying and you know doing all the things that you should be doing when you lead a bible study investing in the people um you know all of that so yeah. and like you, yeah you, you, you never you never know the guys the guys that want to join the knights of columbus are going to join the knights of columbus and the guys yep. that are going to join your bible study are going to join your bible study you know and if and if you find that literally everybody is joining the knights of columbus like there's just they just did a campaign drive and it's blowing everybody's minds right like they're just getting everybody in they're like man i love fish fries and red shirts man i'm in um the knights of you columbus like, you like tootsie rolls <laughs> Uh, do you, would you like a Werther's original? <laughs> the hard candy that every old person inexplicably has in their pockets. Like they all How got them feel? at a convention. How do you feel about running a pro-life sausage sale? We're going to get an email about why we hate the Knights of Columbus. Okay. We don't hate the Knights, we don't of, hate Columbus. The Knights of Columbus. Just, they're the same everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a frat for men over 40. It's great. That's, that's literally what it is. That's it's what a fraternity. it is. And um, you can. I'm a. I'm a knight. Don't fun, make fun of knights. Wait, are you, actually, are you actually a knight? Yeah. You know, fun fact: degree. the Knights of Columbus were actually uh, formed to combat Freemasonry. I know, and uh, yeah. it worked. Kind it did. of. Except for Harry S. Truman. Really? Was he a Freemason? Yeah. Nah, that sucks. Disappointing. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Bill, I hope that answers your question. It probably doesn't. Do think, but if you, do you think um, that answered Bill Bill's question at all? I think we did. I think. I think Bill, what you got to do is you got to realize that. Um, in in also i guess i guess brass tacks in parish life you're gonna step on people's toes and people are gonna get mad yeah. at you for things and like someone might get mad at you for drawing a bunch of young men to a bible if like your bible study is like super successful and the knights of columbus connect that with their shortage and membership i don't know the knights of columbus at your parish might be super vibrant with young people it might not be i don't know um i know a bunch of young people who are knights but like you, you kind of gotta either you gotta you have two options before you right. If all of a sudden everyone's going to the Knights of Columbus, you should be like, okay, maybe I should move my Bible study. But if everyone's getting mad at you, then you might say, well, okay, maybe I should move my Bible study if it's creating this much unrest. Then you can like find some time later in the day. Um, or, or you could reply to the parish secretary's email with the improvise, adapt, overcome Bear Grylls meme, <laughs> and tell her that. The church is moving on without him. Step up or step out. <laughs> Don't say that. I would not. No, I would. I would not recommend that. Uh, yeah, but if you think that the events at the parish suck and you can do a better one, um, do it. And I, I yeah. mean, you know our advice, right? My standard advice is: don't do it at the parish. Do it at your house. Yeah, that's my standard advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if that's the case, right? Like, they're they might not even find out about it. You know, yeah. The young adult group I was at, oh, back in Houston, it was not affiliated with the parish. Well, sorry, it was affiliated with the parish, but like we didn't meet there. We met at my host family's house, and it was a blast. Mm-hmm. And like, it was technically an organized event, right? But it kind of felt more like a house party with friends. So, definitely set that up. That'll make that'll make your event a bajillion times better because everyone our age is starved for community and doesn't want to admit it. So if you let, give them yeah. an option, they'll take it. Um, yeah, and. I think I think that there's like a 
a community that exists in the Knights of Columbus, but I definitely think that if you invite someone to a parish hall versus, or the Knights of Columbus hall versus inviting them to your house, I would much rather go to someone's house. Not that there's anything wrong with a bunch of folding tables and chairs. It's just not really comfortable to sit in for extended periods of time. Dang, Patrick, you're really going all out on them. I mean, it's not it's not this their say, fault hey, that they meet in buildings. Everybody's listening to this. This is a Knights of Columbus respecting podcast. Yeah, we like okay? the Knights of Columbus, right? Like we the like the Knights of Columbus. Of Columbus. Awesome. I am a knight. I want to yeah. emphasize that. It's not yeah. like we're making fun of it from afar. It's just like get better chairs. Just get better. Get better chairs. No, but get no, better, because chairs are expensive. Get better. Um, if if let me tell you this, I'd be more inclined to be more involved in the Knights if uh, one, I wasn't a missionary, and two. If we got to smelt our own swords. <laughs> Those are the two things. Take note, Grand Grand Council. Um, great. Can we do the Can we do the email question? Or maybe it was a Twitter question. It was a Twitter question, wasn't it? Sorry, I get I get confused easily. Oh, this one's a fun one. Okay, this one comes at us from. Who, who is it? Hold on. Scroll. Liam Mackey at underscore big underscore Mackey. I accidentally just followed you, Liam. I'm going to unfollow you. It was an accident. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, what kind of fathers do each of you aspire to be? Or put another way, what does it mean for each of you to be a father? Wow. It's quite the question. I'm, I'm writing down a joke that I want to put into the episode. Great. Um, what kind of father do I want to be? I've always fancied myself kind of the, um, like the funny dad. Yeah. I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're in the same boat. Mm -hmm. You have. Um, Yeah. What on earth would make you think that you would be a funny dad? I'm sorry. That was mean. Well, just that sometimes, I mean, maybe, well, you know, I could be like the stoic dad too. Like you gotta be, you gotta be a funny person before you can be a funny dad, Ethan. Oh, no, you're totally right. I <laughs> just annihilating my dreams. It's like fatherhood. One of the, the greatest accomplishment you can have as a man is being a good father. Oh, the kind of father you want to be? Oh, uh, you can't. Uh, Sorry. You're wrong. Because you're not funny. Not funny. Um, I don't know. I think I've I've considered it. And I think it'd be really fun to be like the down for whatever dad who's kind of like embarrassing his kids on the sideline because a lot of people grow up and they're like oh i'm gonna be the dad that embarrasses my kids and i'm like okay drinking a bud light on saturday at like 10 in the morning is not embarrassing your kids like i'm gonna be wearing like full body suit like morph suits to my kids soccer games you know what i mean like i want (laughs) to i want to go crazy for my kid kids 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 and i want them to understand that it's like well maybe i don't want to embarrass them too bad but at the same time it's like i want to show them that i love them yeah you know in my own way yeah exactly whatever that looks like and to me it's it's going crazy i don't know i don't know what that looks like i guess it'll it whatever i say now i'm gonna listen back when i'm actually dad and be like oh you freaking moron that's you not, moron. How, you be. That's that's not how you be a funny dad this is how you be a funny dad i mean i, I feel know. like i feel like i'm gonna make a bunch of dad jokes but ironically you know mm-hmm. and i'm yeah. gonna do all the dad i'm gonna buy a pair of new balances but ironically you know mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a bunch of irony until i become what i have made fun of because that's what happened when everyone started saying the word swag i started saying it ironically and now i can't stop somebody help me uh but yeah i think i'm i think i'm in the same boat as you as like the the uh 
the funny dad who's like make making making joke. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're totally well, right. It's, it's but the, then at the root of it is like, why do we want to be funny dads? Right? It's because we want to bring joy to our children. Because because kids who aren't funny are lame. No, <laughs> gotta make. Yeah, the kids... goal the goal is to raise kids funnier than me. The goal right? is that <laughs> that's that is the goal. Some people okay? say the that's American dream is is making sure your kids are better off than you were, but really the American dream is making sure your kids are funnier than you are. If my if my kids are better than me at Twitter, I will be a success. I'll be a success. It's all about success. making yes. I must decrease, and they must increase. And mm-hmm. in follower count. Parent <laughs> Parenthood is very Christological in that sense, right? Because yeah. you really you really get this understanding of like, wow, I I am now, I now understand what it means to like live my life totally for the purpose of another person. Like my mom, when my mom always says like when she, when she held me for the first time in her arms, right? Like when I was on, on a, on April 8th, 19 something, mm-hmm. um, shout out, shout, shout out, not doxing myself. Um, she always says that the first thing she thought was like, how have I lived my entire life without this person? And it wow. only been a couple of seconds. And I love that story because it's so like, it's so like emblematic of what parenthood is. Is mm-hmm. like we we think about all these you know people have like cradle lists right or crib lists you know what that is it's like no. things you got to do before you before you have a kid you know like oh, I gotta go dumb. skydiving or like I gotta ride a motorcycle across California right. to a to a to the Grand Canyon or whatever's yeah. in California um and we have this idea of like when when you even even latently like even if we don't consciously think it that when we have children our life is over but when yeah but like I I want to be the kind of dad that like can't see himself having lived without his kids and being just so constantly proud of my kids that they just they know that I exist only to make them better and like when they do good things that's like all I want to see is I don't I don't care I don't like I don't care if they do bad things like it's all in the past whatever etc I want to be I want to be a father a father forgiving father you know yeah um in in all yeah sorry go ahead in all in all seriousness, right? Like I, I want to be I want to be the kind of dad that's funny, and like I want to be the dad that's like self-referential, you know? Because that's that's kind of how I approach everything. Whenever whenever I whenever I watch kids when I'm babysitting kids, yeah. and like, <laughs> um, or not not necessarily babysitting, but like at like reunions or stuff or family dinners, uh, back in Houston, like this one this one instance, one of the kids you can never you never know whose kid is who. It's like it's, it's ridiculous, but they'll yeah. one of them walked up to me and goes excuse me never met me before goes excuse me can i have some cake like asking me permission to eat some cake because he was like the nearest adult can give me permission to eat this cake and i was like look i do not have the clearance to allow you to, to have some cake so can i have a piece of cake <laughs> I, I i i listen i i can't i can't i don't have the authority to give you cake and even when i'm even when i'm serving at at, at the restaurant i'm like and the kid asked me, like, can I have some more whipped cream? I'm like, look, you got to run that through the head office. Like, my boss, I don't know if my boss will let me have you more whipped cream. I'm, like, pointing to his mom. Like, I can't I can't just give you whipped cream. Like, I mean, how would you feel if you're, <laughs> if you're if your kid would, like, walk up to a stranger and was like, can I have a bunch of candy? And they were just like, yeah, sure. Here's a bunch yeah, of sugar. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. So I just that, – that's, that's how I approach children is I speak mm-hmm. on, like, very – like normal terms like i talk to them as if i would talk to one of my friends right um, which, is like, how, which is how how you're supposed to do it yeah like, like as if as if i would as if i would i was talking to like an actual adult maybe not a friend but like an adult and so they're like i'll like say words like i don't that's i don't have the clearance to allow you to eat cake and they're like looking at me like 
I know you said English things. I do not know what those words were, but I understand what you meant by that, and I'm leaving now. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think I have so like obviously there's all the serious stuff of like I want my kids to be saints, right? Yeah, we're like going like, back and forth from the serious stuff to the funny stuff. That'd be that'd be the greatest joy of all time. Yes. Would be to like be in heaven and then like have my kids join me. Yeah. And like knowing that they are bringing other people with them, right? Like that's yeah. amazing. Um but I also want to have personalized handshakes with each of my kids and whenever <laughs> But whenever a boy comes over to pick up my daughter for a date, I'm going to be cleaning a Nerf gun on the front porch. <laughs> you know that's what I'm going to be doing. You better have her home by 2.30. Like, just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, your, your Nerf Maverick, like, taken yeah. apart. <laughs> I'm going to have... Do you remember those glasses? Do you remember those glasses that they sent on? And no. those, like, vests that were Velcro? I'm going to be wearing the vest <laughs> and the glasses. I'm gonna say I'm gonna pump you full of foam if you don't get my daughter back. <laughs> oh man! Oh my goodness! It's like it's that kind of stuff that I just think is so funny. It's so like, funny, yeah. I don't know. I've never met a dad like that. Maybe that's just because I'm gonna be the first one. But I'm, gonna be, I'm the pi- the pioneer. I'm gonna be the pioneer. The, pioneer, dad. the pioneer of taking of going full dad. Full dad. Like, I'm going full dad, and I'm not stopping. And. I get that people will be like, ah, oh, you won't have the energy for that when you're old. I'm like, I, I better, I better, or, or else. Oh my gosh. Does it take energy to be funny? Cause up to this point, it's been pretty natural. But like when I start breastfeeding and stuff, will I still be able to be funny? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. Anyway. anyway. Ethan, I hate to break it to you, but you're not going to be breastfeeding. We, we need to have a private conversation off air so I can figure this out. <laughs> it's okay. I took human embryology and I, I can explain everything. Okay, everything. thank you. I need that. Um, even need, even the uncomfortable that. parts of, of, of the yes. gift of, of, of life. Um, but Gomer had this really good episode of, the, of, of Homeless at the Crunch of Catching Foxes where uh, he talked about how he wants to be able to like pick his kids up when they're 10 years old. You oh know? yeah, I know exactly which episode you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because that that episode like spoke to me. Oh yeah, as a man. I, so I'm glad. I'm he glad I'm not the only how, one. Like, like it, he talks I, about how he like wants to be like when his kids get up in the morning. He wants them to see him either praying, reading, or working out. Or like, just those like are the... getting shredded. Yeah, like it's... yes. And I'm like, let's go. Yeah, I That's don't what I'm talking yeah. about. It's so true, and and it's it's interesting that um we both remember that so clearly because that episode was like a year ago. It was so long. Oh, did you just drop your microphone? I did. I was so excited about what we were talking about. I knocked <laughs> it off. But it's it's so like it's so it's so real because he's right. Like dad should be able to wrestle you to the ground when he's fifty years old. 
Yeah, but like, I don't have dad strength, dude. Dad and strength. Just, like, and like, not it's not impossible. Kid. It's not impossible. I see no. old men who could definitely beat me in a fist fight. I see old men all the time. <laughs> all the time. All I'm just, the time. They're just around, and I'm seeing them, and I'm saying to myself, wow, that those are some old men. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I see... Uh, I see old men who are definitely, definitely stronger than me. And so it's like, I, if I, if I just, if I just start working out now, if I start taking care of myself now, I, um, I'm good. I, I, I always tell people like my grandpa, he's 85, right? Shout out grandpa. And he smoked and drank until he was 50 years old. Right. And then he quit. Um, and he's like 35 years. It's great. That's awesome. Uh, grandpa, shout out grandpa. He's a great inspiration. Um, but he's like eighty something years old. He's like up there. He's hit. He's pushing ninety, right? And he's like still mm-hmm. walking around. Like he, he's 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 been in and out of the hospital a bunch, but like he's still walking around, you know. And I'm like, all right, cool. So if I just stop eating McDonald's now at 21 years old, I could live to be 150 years old if I'm like my grandpa, because you know he has he has, he started so much, you know, behind. Anyway, so that gives me hope. I think. I think you lost me somewhere. Yeah, I lost you. Yeah. So I'm talking yeah. about how I'm talking about how longevity runs in my family, and even though uh, my grandpa okay, didn't, okay. even though my grandpa I didn't take I care that of himself, beginning part. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. So even though my grandpa didn't take care of himself until he was like 40 or 50, he's yeah, like yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like still living super old now. So like, if I yes. take care of myself, I'll live till be a million. Right. I'll live all of you, and then I'll be doing the crunch for your great grandkids, and I'll be like, "Welcome to the crunch. Would you like a word this original?" <laughs> <laughs> But it's, I mean, when we're, it's, this is what I don't understand. It's like, it's not like when we're old, we're just going to all of a sudden acquire a taste for Werther's Originals. <laughs> it's definitely a generational thing, right? It's going to be like, welcome to the crunch. Do you want to take a rip from my jewel? <laughs> Back in my day, we had USB drives that made, that gave us our nicotine fix. Not these weird little patch things you put under your eyelids. That's what it's going to be in the future. <laughs> Back in my day, we relied on cloud computing. You kids don't know how good you have it with the USB drives implanted in your spine. Oh my goodness, we're going off the rails quick. Oh, I just want to say one other thing. I want to say one other thing. Um, I I just want to uh, teach my kids how to pray. Like I think that Absolutely, that's super, yeah, super awesome, super cool. And like reading, reading to them, reading with them. Like one of my favorite memories as a kid is like my dad reading The Hobbit to me. Um, mm. I don't know if I've ever told him that, but. If he listens to this, he'll know. It's like we just sat down and he just read it to me. Uh, and we would do it every night until it was over. And it was like, wow. That's, I mean, that's what I want, you know? Yeah. For my kids. So, yeah, that's, that's in short, that's the kind of dad I want to be. Yeah, my, my, my buddy Chris, my fellow missionary Chris, shout out Chris. I went over, I went and stayed at his house over the summer for like a night or two. And uh, during prayer time, his, his kids, so his kids demanded that I come in and pray. They do a decade of the rosary every night. Cause like, you know, they're five and six years old. They don't have the wherewithal to pray an entire rosary. So they pray a rosary together. And they were like, I thought you were going to say they don't have the wherewithal to not pray the rosary. They don't have the, they, they're so pure. They just need to pray the rosary. They don't, well, I was about to say they don't have the gumption or like the, the teenage <laughs> to be like, I don't want to pray the rosary. I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. And so anyway. they're like, can Mr. Pathway come play with us? And I'm like, um, if you say it like that, absolutely. So I know, <laughs> I'll do anything. That's how anything they, that, for you. they walked up to me. They walked up to me. They're like, um, I, they, I was playing hide and seek with them because like, which when they were, when they were like, or their mom needed to go get the groceries. And she was like, Hey Patrick. So, um, 
there's this unwritten rule for adore missionaries that if you uh, if y- you have to be able to babysit at a moment's notice, and by that I mean I'm going to the grocery store, have fun, and she just left. <laughs> and so I was I was with her I was with her kids, and I was like, all right, uh, what do you guys want to do? And they were like duck duck goose, and I was like, there's three of us. That's not going to be fun. <laughs> and they were like, we're going to play it, and then they wanted to play hide and seek, and I was like, I feel like this is a trap. <laughs> I feel like you guys are going to run out of the house. And so I made sure that all the doors were like bolted so they couldn't like get out of the house. And um, anyway, so they, they, they had so much fun like playing, playing house games with me. And like they, they were watching their favorite show and they were like telling me all about the wild crats, et cetera, et cetera. And at the end of the day, they walked up and they're like, Mr. Patwick, do you have kids? And I was like, why? No, why? And they were like, oh, we wanted to play with them. And I was like, oh, you guys like me so much. You wanted to like, hang out with my offspring well unfortunately i have none so i have no posterity i'm sorry children anyway i was talking about prayer so chris and i went to like pray with his kids for the night and um just watching him like with his two daughters on his lap like guiding them through their huge kid size rosary was one of the most pristine and beautiful things i've seen even though one of the girls thought it would be funny to start saying holy poopy spirit Oh, um, no. <laughs> and I was like, ah, holy poopy spirit. The Holy Spirit has humbled himself. You to know, be praised does the, in this does way. The child know that blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is like <laughs> unforgivable sin. Man, it must be like she's not. In... <laughs> it must be like she's not past the age of reason yet. It's crazy. Some, somebody got to tell this kid. Somebody's got to tell this kid that she's never going to be forgiven. Um. <laughs> But yeah, even that moment, I was like, ah, the Holy Spirit has humbled himself to be praised in this way by a child. That's, that's true. Adorable. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Man. So yeah, that, that that's that was like, I was like, oh, Chris, that's the kind of dad that I want to be. Also, he's jacked. So that's... that's <laughs> Working on that, too. He's going to a powerlifting competition this weekend, I think. And he's like... Yeah, 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 me too. Just casually. He's like, he's he has got, he's got two kids and he's still powerlifting. And I'm like, all right, cool. So yeah, I think we've I think we sufficiently answered uh, I think that question. That one. Shout out, shout out, Liam. Sorry for accidentally following you. What um, kind of dad do I want to be? I want to be ripped and funny and holy. That's it. That's all let's that I want. do the uh, let's do the last one from Aaron. Hi, Patrick and Ethan. This is Aaron. I um, had a question in regards to dealing with friends. Um, let's say you have a group of friends that you want to hang out with because you want to um, hang out with them, but you always get uncomfortable around them when they um, sometimes make jokes that are inappropriate and such, um, but you don't want to, like, cut them off because you don't want to seem as if you're being stuck up. Um, how do you deal with that, and, and when is too much uh, too much? Um, also, Patrick, you have a nice voice. Um, Ethan, sometimes when you're too close to the microphone and you say the letter S, it hurts my ears. Um, but your podcast is great, and I love listening to it. Thanks. Whoa. Wait. Dang Wait. it, it's about me. <laughs> I thought it was about you. Hey, here I was this whole time thinking that I was too close to the microphone. And I need to get a pop S. filter. I'm definitely too close to the microphone all the time. I, I'm That's so what it worried. is. I was wondering, I was wondering why my S's why? are coming through weird, because I have a pop filter on my microphone. Because Can I you use, send me a pop filter, please? I can. I can. I can use the crunch money to send you a pop filter like I used the crunch money to buy me one. Um, yeah, well, I don't know why I didn't get one out of that deal. Oh my gosh, Aaron! Aaron so, I'm sorry that you've been suffering from my S's this for two whole years. Time. So I am assuming silently she's suffering, silently suffering my S's. The solicitude of my uh, what's what's it called when an S lisps? 
<laughs> anyway. I'm a slithery snake. And um, so, Aaron. Are you telling another unrelated story to the question? This episode's gone on too long. No. No, no, no. It has We're these only at 40 minutes. So, Aaron, I want okay. a backstory. All right. Ethan has read me your question twice now, and I and both okay. times he implied that I was the one who was cl- too close to the microphone. But nay, nay, I say it was he. It was he that was too close to the microphone. So don't say nay to my heat. What I did say, <laughs> I read you what the Google thing said. Yeah. I trust Google. You know the website. <laughs> you know the multi-billion-dollar corporation who knows where we are at all times. I'm yeah. from I'm from Google. The website. That's an Eric Andre skit. Um, <laughs> my brother loves quoting it. <laughs> <laughs> whenever whenever we're at home and someone's like can you google that and he goes the website <laughs> uh he's a funny guy um hey aaron you gotta get better friends <laughs> <laughs> okay i couldn't even i can't even make it through that man um uh, yeah no that's, that's pretty much that's pretty much where where i stand on that um well no well let's let's talk about this or so, wait or you need to get your friends better mm? yeah mm. 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 convert them listen l- listen to this so there's something to be said for being a light to your friends that might not necessarily be in a good place aka my entire job right is to be with people to encounter people to give them encounters with jesus either through conversation or bible study or inviting them to mass or all these different things right it's part of my job um, it can be difficult at times to be around different groups of people on campus who talk like normal college students. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to, you, especially for me as like a public figure, quote unquote, representing the church, quote unquote, through my apostolate, quote unquote, um, <laughs> that I, I obviously don't want to fall into scandal, right? Yeah. Of seeming as if I'm supporting what they're talking about or what they're doing. And so I have to be very careful about when I'm around certain people, where I go, um, what I do, who I talk to, all of that stuff, right? I'm very – I'm hyper aware of it. You, on the other hand, you don't have that because you're not representing the church, and so scandal is a lot less likely to happen. But it still is a possibility, right? Because you still Catholic. represent the church. Because like you still represent Catholic, the church, yeah. but just not in a public way, right? It's in a much more of a personal, relational type of way. So be aware of that. Don't obviously don't hang around your friends if they're smoking pot, doing orgies, like crazy stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the two crazy things. <laughs> only those two things. Anything else, fair game, you know? <laughs> um, but there is something to be said for looking out for yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, you, I get that they're your friends, but... Um, virtuous friendship can't exist if it's a two-way street, right? So if they don't care about growing in virtue, then you can't have a virtuous friendship with them. Unfortunately. Yeah. It's it's just the nature of friendship. It's two ways, right? So if you care about growing in your relationship with Christ, but they don't, and you've tried to talk about it with them, you tried to uh, be with them. There's only so much that you can do from the inside of a friend group, right? Yeah. There's really not much you can do. which is really, really rough. Yeah, because like you, you want you want all of them to be on the same page as you, right? You want them mm-hmm. to all be quite like devoted to virtue and like growth and all that stuff. But it's it looks like right now that's that's unlikely, and it yeah. sucks. But it, I mean, you you like Ethan was saying, you can be a light in that friend mm-hmm. group, 
And it it's sounds just, like that they're not super crazy. It's just that sometimes they make uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, which I want to talk about that in a second. Um, yeah. Like specifically the topics that the conversation they're, they're having because there's a couple of ways I need to clarify that. Um, but yeah, like you, you do need to be a light to them. And it's true. They are your friends. So like God is God may be calling you to help them in some way. But um, you also need to make sure that you are being formed right? Like you need to have a solid group of friends outside of them that can kind of like refresh you. Exactly. Because like I, uh, so I have a bunch of friends at work, right? And I work at a restaurant and sometimes the restaurant workers are not uh, Catholic. Crazy enough, right? Sometimes people aren't Catholic. Sometimes people aren't Catholic and it's weird, right? And so like Mm -hmm. uh, when I go there, uh, sometimes they jokingly call me, uh, bad words. And like, at first it caught, like the first event happened, it caught me way off guard. And I explained to him, I was like, Whoa. And he's like, Whoa, sorry. Like I didn't mean to like offend you. And I was like, no, it's just really funny because I go to a super Catholic school and I haven't heard anyone talk like that in, I haven't heard, I haven't heard that word in like months. It was, and he was, we, but we all had a good laugh about it cause I explained it to him. But, um, but yeah, and like, and it, a lot of dirty jokes and stuff, etc. Not too many, but just I mean, because people people want to relate to you, and that's how they think that they'll relate to you is through dirty jokes and stuff. So anyway, but like, I I feel like I can be a light to those people because they, a lot of them have really horrible attitudes when it comes to their work, which makes sense because they've been there for a while, and it does suck sometimes. But a lot of them have said that I bring this like really good this 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 good attitude into the job and like kind of brighten up their day like i one of the new workers i like she was sitting for an interview and i asked her her name right and i like talked to her for a couple of seconds and one of the hostess was like you're so like you're so nice like you're such a good person and i was like all i said was hi to her it's crazy because even like the smallest acts of of kindness go a really long way so like even even a little bit of like standing up for your friends so like here's here's a good example Say someone is, say one of your friends is like just roasting on another friend. Stand up for them a little bit. Just a little bit. Don't go on like a big rant about it. Go just stand up for a little bit and they'll appreciate it, right? Like they'll, you're that friend especially. Um, that, those are ways that you can be lights, right? Now, that being said, they're making dirty jokes. They make you uncomfortable, right? Two things that could mean is they're just making generically weird sex jokes or they're making you uncomfortable by making dirty jokes to you. Now, uh, first one, different. first, yeah, first one is um, amendable, right? You can just ignore it, filter it out, etc. You really can't filter out the second one because it's directed right at you, and that sucks. If you're in a situation where you're being made uncomfortable by a group of friends, and you they are making specifically sexual jokes towards you, and you feel uncomfortable, you should remove yourself from that situation and find new friends. So that that's just that's just my blanket advice. Yes. yes to okay. address the first scenario though, of like just generic jokes. Um, I think we were too extreme in the beginning of saying like, I oh, should leave your friend group. Yeah. That's, but, that's kind of how we roll. Like, yeah. But let's, let's roll it back a little bit. Ah, um, there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, uh, that's super not funny. And just like letting people know, cause this is something that will really affect people who think that they're funny. Um, and I can speak from experience because I, when you tell somebody, cause when you tell somebody, Hey, that was super not funny and you're serious, it will make me readdress my entire life. Like, have I always been unfunny? What was it that I said? Was it the tone? Was it the delivery? Yeah. Was it the content? Was it the subject? Was it, what, what? And it's, it, 
and it for me at least you start to think about these things people notice right when you publicly say hey that's not cool which i know sounds like a elementary school counselor approach or uh drake and josh in the theater episode where drake says whoa just take it easy man but like you kind of have to just go up and say whoa just take it easy man for what episode Uh, is that that's the one where josh plays the theater thug on fbi's most wanted and everybody keeps tackling him because they think he's the actual theater thug. (laughs) oh wait that's Uh, right that's funny yeah um regardless aaron i'm talking to you now directly to you right into your right into your earbuds oh, or I car speakers or car speakers or bluetooth uh wireless speakers. beats maybe beats by dry headphones with your jug of water <laughs> full circle um i think that it's there's nothing wrong with bringing because you can bring up that conversation and say hey that's not funny and then most likely will somebody say well why don't you think it's funny and you'll be able to have a conversation about it yeah and that's how that's how things change so if it's too extreme leave just bail yeah if it's not that extreme and you're just like guys you're really taking this too far i really just need advice on like these conversations you can you can start a conversation you have more power than you realize and here's something you got to understand about jokes i'm on a tangent now i'm on a little bit of a tangent but it's a related tangent so it's less of a tangent welcome to the podcast welcome to the podcast here's the thing about jokes there's a little bit of truth in every joke and it depends on the only reason why something would be funny is because of it's true. It's true, right? Like there's, it's funny because it's true as a silly statement because like I've talked about this on the podcast before. Anyway, so if you make a joke, say about um, a stereotype, like a racial stereotype, right? The only reason why someone would laugh at that is because they also believe that that stereotype is true. So like all Californians like to, um, eat granola ha 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 they're all environmentally uh-huh. friendly that's oh, hilarious that. right and so there's a little bit of truth in that so that truth can also be skewed right so like uh my my philosophy professor always uses this example like when he had his second kid it was a daughter and so um they they, they would see him out with his son and his daughter and they go up oh, you got you got uh you got both like you're gonna stop now right or no, 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 sorry. He had a bunch of daughters and then finally had a son or something. They're like, oh, you finally got a second. You finally got the other one. You're going to stop now, right? And he was like, that's not funny because it's not true. Because like the, the the truth that the person making the joke was implying was that the only reason why you would have a bunch of kids is because you didn't have a son yet and you want a son, right? And that's not the truth that he believes. And so like the the jokes that we make show our worldview, right? And so if someone's making a joke about like sexually assaulting someone. And we know that happens. People make those jokes all the time. I mean, I was thinking back to middle school and like how many rape jokes my friends made in middle school is kind of terrifying. Do you remember that? Were you in that position too? Yes, definitely. It's just, first of all, it's because we were just so far removed from the reality and the horror of that kind of thing. But like... And when you're 13, you're just kind of dumb. Yeah, you're kind of an idiot. And like back then, shock shock comedy was the big vogue thing and everyone was like i know i know i'm like only 13 but like you know i still watch family guy even though like my parents don't like me (laughs) you know (laughs) like i watch like adult swim like right after naruto's over on cartoon network i just you know i just chill on adult swim i watch like i watch the boondock yeah anyway the boondocks was a good show until i realized that it was immoral yeah um but yeah so like you just gotta you gotta tell people 
that they're not funny and why it's like okay that wasn't funny because um assaulting people is bad and um taking advantage of someone sexually and like objectifying women is not funny and it like doesn't matter if you're being ironic the fact is that that still happens to people and it's bad so like why would you make jokes about it and there's this weird thing in in jokes nowadays in like comedy where people will say like if you get offended you're wrong because people should never get offended at comedy because like i i i i just i hate seeing the first description of a new sitcom on television or like a new animated show to be like a no holds barred comedy please start barring your holds or holding your bars or whatever it is because no holds barred essentially just means like uh they're just gonna make really crass jokes about things that are sacred like things that are sacred should be sacred and sex is sacred and you can explain that to someone like sacred things need to be kept sacred so stop making dirty jokes all right yeah that was a tangent i'm just so mad because i'm just so mad at television ethan it's just all so bad do you feel better no no see then what was the point of the tangent what was the point of the tangent i just you know it it sometimes sometimes it's good to talk about this i want you to be okay I'm just. And I'm never gonna be okay hear, as long as Seth. As, when as I hear long Seth MacFarlane keeps making TV shows, in your voice, <laughs> it makes me sad. I'm here on this podcast to help Bill, and Liam, and Aaron, and you, <gasps> and me, and you. You bro, apostle or at Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram, Ethan Stevie, Patrick Nimby, I I I, Patreon.com/slash The Crunch. Facebook.com, The Crunchcast. If you join our Patreon page, you get access to a secret Facebook page. Not a secret anymore because I just put it on the podcast. But join and you can talk to us. There's also... Uh, oh, yeah, and you get that for just $3 a month. $3 a month $3 on the Patreon. $3 a month. Yep, and you get the any of the, the Facebook page. And $5 a month gets you a bonus podcast. Oh, wow. Most of the time. Bonus podcast. We also have the 785-251-398. 89 phone number if you'd like to call leave us a voicemail for the next monthly mailbag um oh this monthly mailbag is sponsored by our patreon our patreon that's what that i forgot to mention that i'm gonna put that at the beginning okay great um shout out to all you cool cats out there staying cool in the nice september heat um stay safe out there and check both ways before you cross the street this is Big E signing out do you have anything else to tell people Nope. Great. I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) It's one in the morning here. It's midnight here. Oh, boy. All right. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we will see you next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.